What's up, everybody, and welcome hello, hello, hello. to the second part of our full album review for the Four Owls 2020 album, mm -hmm. Nocturnal Instinct. This is the Classic Quest podcast. That's right. This is the show where we break down the classic hip-hop albums throughout all the ages, even the 2020 ages, and uh, albums such as, you know, The Four Owls, Nocturnal Instinct. My name is Holden Stefan Roy. I am your lady friend, Bonnie. And we are in the second part of the review, so that means we have already done the amazing first seven tracks of this project, mm -hmm. this lyrical miracle. Not to, like, say that in a bad way. Like, this is a miracle of lyrics, level of lyrical miracle. Okay. In my opinion, in terms of flow and how good it sounds to me so far, just to give you a taste of what kind of where I'm at with the review. Mm -hmm. uh, Bonnie's like, it is it is that lyrical with a little eye roll. But, like, mostly because the lyrics aren't available. So... They're not, they're not online, and it's super bars heavy, and I'm to And they're British, and this and that, and nah, I don't know. It's just, when we do the real bars heavy things, I don't know that Bonnie and I have the same appreciation for effect. For what, what gets me off on this is the math. I hear these flows, and I see like these, like I break it down like in like when you're playing Guitar Hero and Rock Band, and you see the different tracks mm -hmm. and the patterns, and like never so been I have, very like, good this, at instruments. This whole like visualization of the flows when I hear it, and to me it's art. Like it's a real adherence to the craft is what we have gotten on the first half of this project. But before we get in, I'm a self promo for a quick second. I got a song dropping May 13th. Distro Kid link is in the description. Please click on it and follow me on my Spotify. I'm in dire need to it. Also, we could use some uh, a little help if you catch my drift. So you can support us up on Patreon. That'll be mad dope. Links in the description. Yeah, we are those people now. Anyway, we're gonna get on with the whole rest of the album review. Let me give you the thoughts and yes, Full disclaimer, there is a lack of lyrics for most of the album on Genius. Mm -hmm. And all the songs that had lyrics were in part one. But your boy, he came through for y'all and transcribed. I mean, it took me, and this is this is fine. It took me hours. And <laughs> I, I have to admit, some of the accents were a little challenging. So if I butcher lyrics going through it, super fans, save us the effort next time. Hit up that Genius website. And those of you who can process the full impact of that UK slang and know what all the words are clearly, type them up. And then I promise I'll do better next time. Yeah. But, yo, I thank y'all for the three tracks that were up. It's real dope. But come on. These guys are lyrical peoples. I can tell you them kids is going to hear this and they're going to need some assistance to appreciate the bars because it's this is not like level one rap. This is where, like, you kind of have to understand how to pick up a pun and see the brilliance of it real quick on the fly in the midst of multiple bars flying in your face. <laughs> Almost like the bars are kind of like a weaponry thing, and you know, kind of like kind of like how the U.S. uses airstrikes. <sighs> Ooh. Spent a whole bunch of time talking about Ari the Rugged Man over his last project because it's mad dope and you should check out both my review and his project because it's mad dope. Yo, Ari the Rugged Man dropped album of the decade contender and we're already we're only in 2020. That's my thoughts on that project. So to see Ari on this album got me real excited because what can I say right now? Ari is like top five in my heart. That could change, but right now that's where he's at for me because he's just so interesting as an artist. Again, I'm fickle. So how do you feel about this track? Um, I like it. I like the overall sound of it. I like the just kind of like like the flows. Um, and overall, it's like pretty hype of a song. I 
I at this point I was just like so frustrated. I'm like, I need lyrics, ah! and uh, I, I just kind of gave up on this one, unfortunately. Um, it yeah. has some great bars. Yeah, I mean, it's like a fun and like a hard hitting track, but like I couldn't, like I just need more to like kind of pull it apart. Um, but like in terms of like the beat and the sound, I liked it a lot. I gave this one a four point four on five. I think it comes in with this hard hitting, aggressive, boppy beat. Like mm-hmm. you can. I was watching R.A. the Rugged Man talk to Justin Hunt. And shout out Justin Hunt. He, like, talked to me on Twitter for a second. And that's real cool of him. I'm talking DM levels. I'm going to try and get him on behind that soup. Uh, Justin Hunt, if you don't know who he is, he does uh, the all show with Rujud sometimes. And he does, like, check him out on The Company Man, I believe, is uh, his YouTube channel. He's freaking dope and smart. He was talking to Ari the Rugged Man, and Ari the Rugged Man was describing his love and desire of hard-hitting mosh pit beats where people's basically beating the snot out of each other in the middle of the show while he's ripping bullet speeds. And so when I heard this earlier today and thought about what Ari had said about that live experience he's going for, I just pictured the live show. This is a mosh pit banger. This will have people's bouncing around. And I like that. I like the energy. It hit me. Like, this song... If I were to say there is one track I would recommend to people off the jump, that I would say hmm. this this is the track. Cause oh, I'd say the first one. First one is is good, but this beat is banging. This beat will raise my heart rate as I elevate to chores in my life. Whereas the first one's going to vibe. And maybe I'm just trying to work on my health and shit. But stuff that makes me want to bounce around and jump and elevate my heart rate is already a win. So I'm just admitting my biases. Sorry about that, Mr. <laughs> Computer. Uh, but then it's the bars come in. And like the first, and basically with my transcribing, I started the verses and got lazy in the middle. And occasional other bars, but just the way it starts, it's nonstop like fiend to crack rock, money that you ain't got. And I'm like, oh shit, cause, cause like check it, when the fiends buy the crack rock, they ain't got the money no more. So mm-hmm. that bar is fresh because it's a nonstop cycle. What happens through drug addiction in the bad situations? Simultaneously, his bars and lyricism is nonstop in comparison to the fiend to the crack rock. And it's effectively giving him money that you ain't got. And I'm like, that's what it is, man. It's this kind of like well-writtenness. I know in the first part of the review, I commented on how the writing might not have been as profound. I, 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 misqu- I was wrong. What I meant to say is it's not necessarily philosophically deep. Okay. It's not hitting me up like the lockbook I'm reading right now, getting me to ponder stuff in the way that some of those other tracks might do it. And they even have tracks that I think approach more of that. But from a quality of writing point of view, and just to retract what I said, I actually think their pun game is stellar. And, yeah. Anyway, trying to get to the sunny place for the new spot. Again, following through. But also kind of, like, tying into that journey of their, like, quest that's going through. So, like, they have to keep coming and doing this that we've seen as, like... Because there's, like, an overarching desire on this album for them both to achieve the legendary status that i believe they now deserve Mm -hmm. i mean i didn't believe it two weeks ago but i believe it today and um simultaneously like their quest but also like in that core sense of growing as a person and bringing your best effort it's really cool anyway change your face like a new op do a doogie or a new bop all your fans love you till you went pop we hip hop like head spins that's amazing yeah, to me. Yeah, those are cool. So effectively, it's like, yo, you built up your core fan base. You sold out, went to the label, flipped up your core sound. And I would say Joyner Lucas is the literally perfect ex- logic to 
two men I am not a big fan of in this industry today, and I think they're so overhyped and do not have the talent that a lot of their fans. Talent is not the right word. Vision, artistic vision. They have mm. a lot of lyrical miracle in the negative sense talent, and so. To me, they sound like some doogie new bopping, fucking like dancey. MGK is another one that's verging on Sella. Like these people that just they care more about the fame than the the craft. I guess is what it felt to me. Right. And then so the hip hop heads can't stand that shit. Fair enough. But their hip hop like head spins, tapping into the core element, a fundamental break dancing. That's dope bars to me. That's like smart. You have to apply a little overstanding if y'all know what I mean. Uh, embarking us, put it all together like cars and chopping shops. The shit's real, but the fans forgot. And I like that bar too, be- because like it a chopping car, uh, chopping cars bar is just cool. Whatever, that's what that's what they do. But just the idea that they're coming with the core essence of what, in theory, let's say a golden era enthusiast will say hip hop's supposed to be. But even those older hater fans would never admit that the four hours dropped the album they've been craving for in 2020 because it came out in 2020 they just even though they've got a woo guy on it even though they got ra on it even though you know like doesn't matter cool g raps on it none of that would be good enough for a hater in 2020 still it's freaking in when it goes let him on a whim did it in that whole rhyme scheme sounded Mm -hmm. real cool uh second dudes are like Ride pressure, never coat tails, I don't need it. Many egos frail and spark, I won't feed them. Never stop moving, forgot we were human. Tricks of the trade, cars to the game. Body in the front, business in the back. And I'm trying to sit around, listen for the bad news. Check the momentum we gain, it's powerful. Kings in the game. I mean, I feel like he rides on the game with the sense of giving you a little bit. Like, we've been here, we've done that. I'll be honest, I wasn't necessarily struck with the philosophical impact of the bars here. On the other hand, the way he spits it and the deviation, right? Because like I said on the last one, every one of their flows is like fresh, as in you haven't heard that flow yet on this album. So you're kind of feeling that invigoration, plus the fact that there's four of them on each track minimum like really gets away with a versatility and freshness. I like the next verse though. Born like a virus, drunk but still the pilot. Words touch screws like a stylus. Kill them all with the run. Uh, kill them all with the run. Silence. Style kind of peg leg circle like the island. The pirates from the settlement. Vows attached to the gold like a wedding ring. I'll be honest. Half of that shit went right over my fucking head. But I think, I think he's kind of touching into like Homeric Greek Odyssey type shit, right? Or that that's what it okay. felt like a yeah. bit of an essence in terms of this journey. Anyway, but then the idea of, of attaching the commitment to everything, like the gold to a wedding ring, we does this like this, fuck your preference. Oh, just like this podcast, we does this like this, fuck your preference for the people that like to try to tell me to make short reviews. Like, I don't yep. know what the trendy SEO things are. Like, go. I haven't taken content marketing courses. Okay. I love doing this format. This is fun. People don't want to talk to me like this at work and shit. <laughs> um anyway boss man like a president don't teach but you can't ask how the lesson went because uh, shit's whack now sounded like a bunch of rappers on smack i'm trying to bring them back down i love that just the, the idea that they're sounding like they're too high and floaty out there and he's gonna use his grounded realistic hip-hop to bring them back down to earth leveling them out with crazy flow showing his talent and etiquette oh, over their lazy efforts Honestly, it's just dope. Like, if you're a geek about this shit, 
how could you not be like loving this is my thoughts even we got a comment from lindell williams because we literally put part one right before we started recording and he's all like man i wasn't expecting actual commitment to that era and i'm like <laughs> straight up that is exactly the way to put it that's cool so in the next verse because we haven't even got to aria yet but i'm old soul graphing filling my liquor cabinet up whoop whoop killing the rapper that be the sound of the ambulance now that's cool because it's kind of like brought me back the sound of the police yep. etc so just that calling back to like the core culture of where it all comes from <sighs> calculate damage in something when i say something it's because i don't know what the fuck he said bring back hashing back to rapping with no callousness motherfuckers making a whack track is blasphemous and i'm like it's almost like what they're trying to do here on this one is say, A, we ill with our rhyming, but B, it's not that you guys can't go out there and get your money. It's please try to care about the cultural art form known as hip hop. Like understand the skill and like the more you delve into it, like be honest, you must understand flow like better than years ago. You yeah. must see the patterns that are more intricate and interesting. It must be less of a barrage. Like it must, like as time goes on, the yeah. math gets revealed, right? And so like, it's an art form. And these guys is dropping super top level fucking algebraic calculus formulas about, you know, I guess uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson shit. Whereas other dudes' high school teacher drop in in Quebec here for <laughs> 16 math. There we Google go. it. Just Google for 16 math. I don't it's like, let them Google it. Okay. Uh, anyway, I was in 436. Oh, no, 26, 36. Yeah, 436. Uh, anyway, that was for the Quebec people. I can't stand this like a capitalist. That was one of my favorite lines he said too. Or because he says, uh, basically, your whack track is blasphemous. Combat track like something on a track that sh uh, shit about smacking a bitch, stacking your chips. I can't stand this like a capitalist. And I'm like, that's fair, man. Because he's against yep. the political system that's fucking corrupt and evil and fucking shit up is what I took from that. And uh, all these people are capitalistic in their pursuits of hip hop. He's identifying the core cause of the root of the evil, the lust of money being the root of all evil. Not right. money. Money's not the root of all evil. So hit us up on that Patreon. But <laughs> the lust of money is absolutely a different ethical question. We are broke. Well, we're not broke. We are not killing it, is what I'm trying to say. Okay. You can't ask on Patreon and be like, yeah, we're balling. Because we're not. We're really Oh, not. we're not balling. Definitely not balling. <laughs> we're not poor. Not well, poor. Not, well, well, I said broke. I yeah. never said poor. Okay. We make ends meet. Everything's paid for. Life is okay. Not rich. By yeah, that's any true. Means. <laughs> but that's why. But we can create every day practically. We can right. do this. We are set up, and that is a gift. So I just want to show my appreciation yeah, to everybody. Life. Well, I mean, opportunity to create. Um, you dreaming, and this is where RA comes in. Uh, you dreaming that I fail, I spray Lysol in your eyeball. I eat glass, smash my dick through drywall. I'm a rare wolf when the night fall. Jake Gyllenhaal. Like, it's a good rhyme. It's so dated. Anyway, when Why? I night. Jake Gyllenhaal still alive? He still makes I movies? I feel like nobody under the age of 30 drops Jake Gyllenhaal as a pun. <laughs> well, maybe. But if it rhymes, maybe, and they know who he is. Again, I expect Eminem. And now R.A. the Rugged Man to bring Jake Gyllenhaal up randomly. But, like, only those kinds of guys. Because I'm pretty sure I heard Eminem also bring up Jake Gyllenhaal recently. I could be wrong. Don't, like, hard quote me on that. Uh, when I night fall body parts, when I bra, mama done told me I need to grow up. Broke, no luck. I don't give a fuck. So what? Woke up next to the neighborhood coke slut. Coked up with the flesh in the nose. Toe up. And I'm just like, you know what? 
First of all, he's necked up a dead coke slide. Okay, fine, graphic. But it was the way he floated. It. It's the way he kills up the whole verse, and he just he just chops it up and makes it beautiful. And overall, Arya the Rugged Man has an amazing voice, and he's just got this crazy ability to flow. And it's just the way he rhymes, like uh, that. I fall, I spray, lie saw. Get it? Cause I spray, and mm -hmm. he's gonna spray lie saw in your yep. eyeball. I, I just like it a lot. It just sounds great. Five on five, amazing song. All right can't help it i'm passionate and if you don't like this i guess it's dark days mr rock marciano starts off his verse effectively saying y'all know what happens when i get on the microphone oh yeah and i did not sorry um i did not know what happened when rock was in this bitch I did not know. I quoted him like that there. And he has a new album out. So I will make that effort to go bump his album because I actually really like his verse. So I'm not trying to hate. I just think it's funny when rappers I've never heard of tell me that I know what time it is or I know <laughs> what they're going to do on the track or y'all know who But you do know what is. time it is because you can just look at your watch. But I didn't know what time it was. In this case, he didn't say what time it is. It was just an example. Mm, okay. But it's more... I literally had no idea he was going to sound like that based on his intro. I was caught off guard because I, in fact, expected it to not be that good based on the shitty genericness of that intro. Because in my opinion, it is a shitty generic self-plugging promo. Yo, it's rock marching. That part was that it made me disappointed enough to decide to lampoon him over here because... I've never heard of him. No offense. I looked at his numbers. He might he might be OG. He might be a longtime legend. But I looked at his numbers. They're not well enough on the current day internet to be able to drop a claim like... You know what time it is. Y'all know <laughs> right? what happens when I get on the track on an underground rap record. Like, all of this is just disjointed in terms of being realistic. Now, well, I know... he probably expects people who know him oh, to that's fair him, and y'all could tell me it's not for me and y'all could tell me a bunch of shit and i'm telling you my experiences listening to that then he goes well it's the rude awakening stick you for your jewels do we taking them you can't move in the same space of me hop in the coop shake the jake in it check the shape of me the bricks we came from them we have stake in it pistol whip the lane push the face to win and make it and i'm just like yo that's that smooth ass voice the way he's cutting up the flow and it's just almost like he's dancing with the beat there you can almost see his feet just bopping mm -hmm. over it the way this flow is breaking out and i'm like i feel like i'm gonna be an asshole dissing him but i still don't like his intro that much but fuck this makes me want to check out his album man he's like the risk came at every angle lit bitch you and i'm like i never even thought of that this is not lit at every angle this angle sucks uh but that's pretty good. That's a nice wrist. I mean, personally, I'm not into that shit, but I appreciate the level of detail that he is putting into his appearance, mm -hmm. showing that he's a meticulous, caregiving man. It actually came off less vain and more I take the time to take care of myself. Right. Uh, bitch, you playing with the bangle. And I'm like, fair enough. Nobody brings up bangles. That's dope. You get mangled. And I'm like, that is the perfect rhyme for like a, a vicious cat bar is to bring yeah. up being mangled S slept with your bitch i finangled it that's a good word and i'm that's like who the fuck gets away with finangled it's a good word you know what rock i now know what happens <laughs> when you're in the booth yo and the second time i heard the track 
I was like, yo, I know what's coming. It's yep. going to be good. Anyway, <laughs> I hope y'all were entertained. See, now you learned your lesson. And then I did, like we said, it was hella eloquent. It's just, oof, he's, he's it's pimping. He, so- he sounds like he's a pimp in the smoothness of it. He sounds like he could smack somebody in the face and just walk away. And I like that. <laughs> All right, buddy. Before I go on the rest of it, how do you feel? Well, um, I definitely agree with you. I think that um, Rock Marciano has a very nice voice. Um, I really liked his rhymes. I like all of the rhymes on this one. Um, they're, you know, this one is a kind of more slower, kind of more dark and gritty kind of sounding. Um, so it's a little bit more like, you know, it's a little bit less like hype, but it's still like hype in like the sense that it's hype in like how dark it is. Um, I definitely liked, uh, one of the lyrics that I caught was, uh, strapped like lesbian sex. I thought that was great, uh, because you put a strap on on when you have lesbian sex, I guess. Um, anyways, I thought it was, uh, another, another good song. So I gave it a 4.3 on 5. Perfect. So back to what I was saying. Now we get (laughs) into the four hours. Look, I just know that sometimes I can talk a lot. And then Mm -hmm, one time mm -hmm. recently I forgot about Bonnie and then... I have to be there off camera. Uh, <laughs> raps off in broke swordsman, carver beat into every MIC just to beat boredom. My words forming into monsters to harm you when you sleep and eat all the sheep you count and free falling. It's just the like nimbleness of a flipping the rhyme like that to go from raps off and broke swordsman to and eat all the sheep and kind of just have both those rhyme screens. But then he brings it on back to that first thing with the free falling. So it, it, I mean, it's not like the craziest trick in the book but he does it so smoothly and playing up on the sleep bars like that just he's gonna fuck you up and essentially come in like his nightmare on elm street and fuck you up like it's just real it's real good i don't know what else to say about it except that it's real good um uh, i did like when he said piss the bed like this shit's a dream but you're not sleeping i'm like Whew, that's pretty, pretty good. that's pretty harsh right like like just sometimes people say shit that's just so blunt and in your face that you're like i actually don't want to fuck with that that person that sounds scary and not fun yeah. anyway it's hard to earn like google imprints and i said wait a second is that what he did because this may not be bonnie's interest but imprints are effectively impressions and it's how often shit gets seen if i'm not mistaken i might be off on imprints but effectively we're talking about analytics line than gaining numbers here Punchlines are never stucking like uh sticking like you're stuck in a dream this is eloquence uh two of them said eloquent on the same track but still it's a great word like uh, adverters i'm here to sell you sense and I'm like, that motherfucker just kind of made an AdSense bar after tying in some Google shit. Holy fuck, I'm geeking here. I, I, when do we get to talk about Google Analytics on this podcast? <laughs> Not but also too in often. a fucking hard, hard hit, hitting song. This is amazing. <laughs> this might be a bar of the album. I'm throwing it out there. Uh, kind of like something too intense like a festival riding on a Sunday you pulling up in front like it's standing on a runway kids should never play with this like gunplay also really like that bar like we are adult we are fucking hard hitting and mm-hmm. also let don't let your kids play with guns it was 1k now it's more than 3,000 like an Andre and I'm like that's cute another reference line these guys is humble I like that one a lot uh, no expression that you can't see my face, kid. This is the next dude. Weightless and avoid feeling poised for you. Take it back to basics like a one-cell amoeba. And I'm like, oh, are we getting evolutionary biology bars? <laughs> are we getting genetics in here? Oh, yep. And effectively, 
that is the basics of like life forms and shit. So he drops science on you, motherfuckers. Enjoy All it. over you. I'm enigmatic in the way I get my paper. Yeah, he just said amoeba. And he said it right. When I see ya, always on the grind is my second nature. When I rhyme, my spirit shines. It's our nature. And I'm like, man, these guys is oozing passionate talent. I bet they could just, they're the kinds of guys that like, and I'm trying to be this guy at home until I get yelled at to shut up, who just walk around spitting and freestyling all the time. Yep. I get yelled at to shut up a lot. Okay. No, not a lot. Occasionally. I try not to do it a lot, so I don't get yelled at a lot. <laughs> uh, the new suit match your coffee. Your style's dead. I'm like, oh, I think he just he just basically said all the fashion focused no talent rappers are done because they're effectively got this outdated style in, in terms the of their because their style also in terms of their sonic choices. Anyway, from in the walk when we flip the noodles, the shit is voodoo, pinpointing the pain, shaking off the curse, the loss for words that mean anything, your rhyme. When we took the lead and we ran with it and we ain't fucking with it if the angle isn't workable. Effectively, y'all are lame and we don't fuck with lame. So the beat's yep. also great. I thought the song's real cool. 4.5 on 5. All right, we've had some chest bangy shit why don't we get back onto that dad shit it's time to let go all right bonnie why don't you be the opposite of what the brakes do and go oh okay um yeah i mean i really liked uh this song it's um i like the intro i like that how it ends um you know i'm so they're talking about just kind of letting things go that will hold you down um I don't know. It's it's pretty cool. It's um, I like the beats on this one as well. It's like cool and it kind of sounds old school. Like there's something about it that like like it makes it sound a little bit more like underground, like that kind of feeling. Um, and it's kind of like a somber song because they're all kind of talking about the kind of the bad things that they've gone through and um, you know kind of how important it is to be like a wise owl and um leave the past in the past and just to kind of let things go and not to like hold on to things you know like anger we can often hold on to and guilt we can hang on to and hate and things like that and sometimes you just need to let all of that go so that you're not like you know weighed down by like you know any burdens or any stresses or any you know anything else um you know, so it's, you know, it feels meaningful in, like, that sense. You know, he, they're all just kind of, like, realizing, you know, these were things that were in my life that I went through that, you know, I, I was clinging to. And I just need to let that be in the past and move on with that. And, um, yeah, I mean, I really liked it. And I liked the last line, like you mentioned, the opposite of what the brakes do, let go. And so I think that that's kind of cool because you never want your brakes to let go um because that's kind of scary but um yeah you do want to let go and sometimes like like that's when you're the freest right so i think it's a good message i gave this one a 4.5 on 5. yeah and i think it's consistent in the sense that while they each bring their own perspective on the core message being to let go and move on Mm -hmm. they take a different angle in a sequential way that almost builds a bigger argument so that it's not just one guy's perspective the collective four guys like build a case almost like a team of of 
barristers. I believe that might be the right term for these. Lawyers, barristers. Um, yep. Anyway, do y'all, do y'all ever, like, do you guys just still do the white wig shit up in I the UK? I think they have to. That's hilarious. Anyway, I started watching Rake over on Netflix, and he, they, he wears the white wigs in, in modern times, and I think it's funny and stupid. Um, I remember Rumpole, if anybody remembers that. Maybe. I think he was a, I think he was a judge. But um, anyway, so like the first verse starts off like, listen, yo, it could be love, could be dress, could be broken trust, could be all the above. So I just love that, like, yo, these are all kinds of shits that cause you pain in your life. These are all just different angles of ways that can cause harm and shit that you might need to let go. Ain't calling your bluff. Enough is something is tough to let go. Because uh, love still mess you up. Uh, make you go back and forth like a metronome does. But until you break a sale, you'd be stuck in a rut like a man who hold a grudge and got attacked by something. So basically he's saying here that, and he goes on just to be a little more concise, to say this shit is going to make your soul fucking toxic and it's not the right way it's going to end up bringing you down a bad direction and he's got a real point to it because he's saying it like not in a way of i'm accusing him he's saying look everybody goes through this and everybody has moments like this it's inescapable but you need to let go and move on yep. and then the second verse starts off with you need to let it it let it go over the cracks of let it show i can see it in your face i can tell you're done some be thinking that the pain might be helped you grow unenlisted to the lost souls to let you know life slow try calling out the whole of lifestyles a hoe and beat losing control uh, i can fly out to mozambique for some reason but i won't i can't tell you what's on my mind but i don't um and i, I really like the that way he flows it so it's kind of like look man i see you and I see the impact of all your toxic hatred and the things that you're keeping up inside of you. And I see it. And you know what, man? At the end of the day, we're all defined by, like, our choices and the way we live our lives. And maybe we can change it up. Like, maybe it's I can do something reckless, like just abandon my family and go to Mozambique. But I don't do that. But then, and more importantly, I can tell you the truth. But I won't do that because you don't, A, want to hear it and B, it's not worth it. There you go. Then a little bit later on, he's like, most people want to be heard like hecklers. And I'm like, ah, because most people just talk shit and they got shit to say. <laughs> Fucking funny. Um, third verse comes in. But if you look at just how they flow, the first one has like this empathetic verse of like, yo, I feel bad, man. It's really bad. But yo, be careful. It's toxic. Second verse is like, yo, you look like a crack whore because it's so toxic. Come on, man. Grow the fuck up third verse comes through then and it's like yo it's been a journey it's been a mission thoughts been around my head like a solar system corny but let's be honest science bars are always going to get a pass in my heart find myself clinging on my feet or slipping but to what some shit that was now it isn't we thought or we didn't burning these bridges to increase the division speak too much or i never listen time to walk backwards the past has been written already and i, I and and so you're looking at him here and he's kind of like exploring the almost mental taxation and futility of dwelling on moments in the past like the futility of it like oh i fucking hate this person for what they did seven years ago but do you really hate them anymore is that really what life is today now mm -hmm. are we not in a different place has not things evolved and whatnot anyway it's still good man it's still real cool um, I like when he goes a little bit later on, and I get trying to sit and read if you're feeling this. I'm pretty sure that ain't what the meaning is. Um, then again, claim that ownership to the past. Or so anyway, so I feel like what he's trying to say there is if you're like relating to this in a more toxic way, you're you're kind of missing the point. That's what I took from that. I thought it was real cool. 
And then in the last verse, it's like, I know the things I need to let go, and I hope we end up on the best note. Haven't got the answer, but I'm thinking, let's go. I like that cool twist, because they've all got a little twist. Let it go, let's go, you know, just a little mm -hmm. twist on that. Yeah. But it's... um. But it's almost like taking the action and like saying we have to let go together because that's what let's apostrophe s stands for. It's let us. It's that's what let's is. So mm -hmm. it's kind of cool and more communal that way. Um, I try and remember that because my bro said so. Let go had to do that move had to do that to move on many times. Never in a rush. It's a steady grind. Like what they might want from a lap dance. Get it? Because when you have in a lap dance and a lady on you and it's a steady grind up on your shit. <laughs> But that's also the way that your grind is. You keep dropping those album reviews week over week and praying that the four hours coming through and say, yeah, we'll do an interview. And then maybe it happens. Um, uh, like that, they want, anyway. And then they were lost, went home with a cracked heart. Because after the lap dance, you go home because the stripper don't love you. Aww. Or, as Chris Rock says, there's just no sex in the champagne room and you got blue balls. So I like this track a lot and I give it a 4.5. And um, yeah. That's, that's all I got to say about that one. Also, the beat's kind of nice and, I guess, brings you into that more dad vibe. I'm going to call it slower. We're not moshing anymore. It's almost like it's time to grow up. Anyway. Almost as if they were deadly movement. deadly movement. All right, Bonnie. How do you feel about this one? Oh, this one has another really nice beat. It, like, uh, gets you, like, grooving right away. I think it's, like, a, some sort of a piano. Um, so I like that kind of feature. Um, and this is another one about just sort of like being like the, the best rappers and, you know, they, they all, you know, find their way and they just make it no matter what. And, you know, all done with deadly movements. That's how they, that's how they work. And, um, yeah, I mean, their flows are nice. Everything's good on this one. Um, and like in terms of like, like topic and like the flow, um, of the, the overall album, I found that this one really fit well. Um, so I give this one a 4.25 on 5. Yeah, it's pretty strong. First dude comes in, and that beat, like she said, for, for the first dude comes in, it just kind of has this flow. You got mm -hmm. that almost old school feel. Having Master Killer there is just kind of nice, right? Mm -hmm. Like it, it's one thing to effectively, I guess, you know, talk about your appreciation for the old school, but to get like maybe not the most well-loved member but to get a member of the wu-tang clan on your project in 2020 to like offer that invitation to put that touch of history that to me is really like about that shit you know and that's not something awesome. they had to do and i i say that because like i mean a lot of y'all are gonna be like master killers to shit or whatever and i'm not saying that he's not but when i follow wu-tang clan groups because there's a couple i used to follow but you'll fuck the wu-tang clan fans that are in these groups man they're fucking assholes but that's what i learned that master killer is not loved by all these people hence my commentary however <laughs> uh i think jizza puts it uh, like when he slices he comes through with his words says what he's got to say and get out and you know what i don't know enough about master killer to have a full opinion i just know that i enjoyed what he did on this track and i thought it was cool that they got him more i think it's the who they got on the features was really like part of what made this album special to me anyway so it's the owls we're back son i'll make you wish we never knew each other's names and i'm like yo because we meet 
and then we learn each other's names, and I fuck you up. So you wish you never learned my. You wish I never knew your name. Is effectively what he's saying. So you see it as my art, like looking for covered paints. If you need to spark, I'm the ink. Something. Uh, look at me like I'm a new discovered strength. I'll manifest all the best flow. Bars like Esco. Esco bar. Cause Pablo Esco bar, mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. he's he's got like that cocaine flow. That oh. Bars of cocaine. Anyway, the only thing I'm looking is the Sesto, but he doesn't do the blow. He only smokes that, if you know what I'm saying. Anyway, I just thought it was real great. I thought he just, again, that energy that, mm -hmm. like, you just want to sit there and listen to this. You just want to hear these words coming over you because it's just fresh like that. Uh, next verse. Yo, we never some, but it's the next generation. Um, my word, because get it, they never had kids or whatever, but it's the next generation or whatever. Uh, my words castrate and perform decapitation. I ain't a doctor, but I hold medications and I had patients and gave advice to some waste men. I stopped freebase and only cracked something in the speakers in the basement. Because oh, you've moved on into a more cool... Anyway, same type of shit. For the sake of, I guess, moving things on a little bit, I'll, I'll just kind of get to that point a little quicker. It's real dope, man. It's real strong. But then he has one more line I really like, just because it really popped out at me. It's rusty, but shit still comes out shiny. Trust me. And I thought about it. And poop is a little shiny <laughs> in a lot of cases when it comes out. Not always. But it goes in the water. Some some poop is shiny. Like liquidy poop. Anywhere. I mean, if you ate like, cheese. you know. A lot of cheese. Flakes of gold or something, you know, which you can do. You can no, buy like, edible gold. When it's like liquidy, it's got like a shine. Anyway, y'all don't really care. Please don't describe your, your shit. Just sometimes. Anyway, the master killer Never. comes through. Yes, I, young Jedi, sword samurai from the sky in the cloud to the ground. Sound vibration, streets. When I speak, the wordplay pattern of speech is unique. And I'm like, fair enough. That was a unique ass flow. It was it was good. It sounded real good. Um, I can't say any of what he said. It's fucking profound or next level dope. But I have to agree with him that it's a unique pattern of speech. The heat supernova blow you out your body. Fame back to a vapor. Yo, I can feel it. Nothing to save you. Smoke you like a spliff in my raw paper. He has a few more lines and then it was a real short verse. I like that he uses raw because raw is 100% organic shit. It's not like those OCB bleached white motherfucking paper ones. So mm -hmm. don't use zigzags. Don't use fucking OCB. Get up on that fucking raw. That's what I'm trying to say. There you go. Or tell me what papers you use. I'm curious. If they set them up in Quebec, let me know. Um, then one of the coolest bars, the bad omen. They're looking like Damien. And I'm like, the omen? Damien, mm -hmm. they DMX tracks. Oh, <laughs> and I thought it was real cool. Growing up and tripping like David didn't show love, and I guess they all looking like evil devil types. And, and I don't know. I can't really interpret it up, but I'm pretty sure those are shoutouts to DMX tracks, and I like that. Mm -hmm. uh, before oh, they the were greatest. looking for replays, so they speak using no words, and it seems strange. Actions are suspect, and I kind of like that, where it's like, yo, your actions do not correspond with the language, and I kind of like that focus on the way people are and that the character of who you are as an individual matters as much as maybe your art you're trapped in a dumb net while i'm running laps up on one leg i can't stop whatever i got bored at that point with writing lyrics <laughs> honestly yeah it takes a while um one more verse here uh just worth just because we've gone this far get encore spread wigs like condors and i'm like are we getting bird bars and that's the thing there's so many creative out there references they're making where it's not just yeah. gangster shit or whatever. Somehow, 
they're making their epicness as big as the wings of a condor, which, if I'm not mistaken, are really fucking huge. Yep. I think they might be one of the biggest birds, if which not is, the biggest. makes it a creative bar, if you can get it. Uh, never cut corners, I outline a contour. Oh, because contour is all about the curves and the angles, and cutting corners wouldn't be about contour. Oh, because cutting corners has harsh edges. It's really good, man. And you're going to fall for a 40-wing flawless. They fall like leaves on, replies like ballers, free falling because it, fe it feelings awesome. No warnings, better be cautious. It's rewarding when I'm recording. We're calling all the something that brought the food to put the fork in. I just got the sense of them fucking grinding and winning on this song. And it just yep. has some great bars. I did give it a 4.35. Because there's something a little bit less fun about the beat or whatever. I can't remember. Honestly, I gave it a 4.35 because that's what my fucking file says. And that version of me knew why. Uh, but I like the song. I like the album. I think the consistency is proper. I think, if anything, it's just compared to the energies of the other tracks, the energy is a little less enjoyable. It's the owls. Owls. Anyway, next up. We can talk about how the owls give us some lessons. Oh, okay. Alright, this might be my least favorite track on the album from the sound of it. The beat is okay. just like... That's not to say that Leaf Dog's production isn't of an excellent quality. This is the part where quality and... So, like, this song is... Look, the whole album is pretty much equally well made. There isn't really any song that is, like, uh, to me, a clear standout as objectively better or worse it's pretty fucking consistent stylistically this beat was like my least favorite one on the mall okay that's fine and then the chorus did that weird shit where it like cuts off the line halfway through but it's like it's the lessons and i like how other choruses start like fucking offbeat and late and shit like none of the choruses on this album started on time in the way that we're used to in our 404 american music Anyway, it's the lesson That's studying cool. the essence, not promoted, but you still feel the presence. The more you hold it back when you get stronger, the power of the unknowing, the clock counter. I think he said clock counter. I couldn't tell what the fuck the last bar of that chorus was. But it made sense to me. Like, you, you keep clocking the winds, you keep clocking out, out, you keep fucking okay. grinding. Or, I don't know. Anyway. Got to sell your soul to hit the Forbes list. My body's something like it's summing up the morgue's place. Had to put the sacrifice to afford this abort this presidential MC like ODB. I'm with the MP. No worries like I'm rent free. That line was my favorite. No worries like I'm rent free. Can you imagine how amazing it would be to not pay rent? And to take yeah. all that money and move it into a savings account? <sighs> anyway, it was pretty good in terms of being everything we've gotten so far on this. Uh, just for bars that, I guess we'll move into the part where it's, these are the bars that really stood out to me. Because the core of this, I feel like, is we studied the old, we learned the lessons of history, we gained the knowledge, and mm -hmm. we real dope. But he said something that was really, like, it just caught me off guard for how cool it was. Passing on the skills that they, uh, ending me, I don't know what I wrote there, not shooting onto your set like Brandon Lee. But they ain't Brandon Lee. And I thought that was cool because Brandon Lee died on the crow with the gun thingy. Mm -hmm. And then I think he's then following it up like they ain't Brandon Lee. So it's like, oh shit, this isn't like some fake shooting and I'm not bringing no fake gun. I'm like, oh, I think that's what it meant. And if so, oh, that's harsh. Anyway. Uh, next verse is pretty cool. Since young and I've been studying the greats. Me, I can say since November 2016. No, Early 2017, I've been studying the grades. There you go. Um, 
since I used to get jumpy on my skates, they come something city yards. You too, you can say that. Spend every penny just to buy an eight. Basically, everybody come through and acting like a fiend. Uh, and I guess he learned these lessons from how these people acted. A lot of weight, never in a dire state. Yeah, I made mistakes, but I always found my place. Just learn uh, to, to see the cycle, don't repeat, etc. Yeah, and then I like how he jumps it on again, though. So, so he gets through the hood. I guess you get the sense he maybe distributed a couple times. Moved into a proper and cleaner uh, life. But I do like when he goes, yeah, I rap for a fee. Which is another interesting point. Because, yo, my quality is worth money. Don't expect no free shit, you know. This is my job, my occupation, and I kill it. I deserve it. And I like that. No violence. Wants peace and shit. Then the hook comes through. And I really like the tone of that. It's, again, it's dad shit. Uh, they, they they don't play me. This is the third verse. This is one of my favorites. They don't play me where they jiggle in the clubs. I do like it when they jiggle in the clubs, though. But got my album on repeat where you pick up your bud. And I thought about that. In I would bar, much rather in be in the drug dealer's home. I want to be the kind of guy that, like, you walk in, you go buy your ounce or whatever, and it's us on the TV talking about Snoop Dogg or something. <laughs> That would make me happy to know that somebody has sold fucking an ounce of pot or something or more uh, while I'm on their YouTube. I would be really happy with that. So that's cool because to me that just is like it's it's telling you the sides of life that you're playing in. And I, I love that. He's like, you might not see me in the places you go. That don't mean I don't got love where it counts to me. And then he flows in because it's all about streams, but we ain't tricking off. And I'm like, or sorry, it's all about streams, but we ain't trickling off, like how things trickle off from a stream. And I'm like, did that motherfucker take Spotify and nature and somehow combine the two? Yeah, he did. Yep. Uh, Pop's fickle and soft. And I'm like, Pop is fickle and soft. No shit. Maroon 5 got cool. That's how you know. And then they were not cool. And then they were cool again. And then they were not cool again. And then they were cool again. I swear that happened. There really? were three separate. There was the original Maroon 5 on the really banger. Then there's Moves Like Jagger <laughs> era, which is the second come up. And it's like 2011, a few years later. Then mm. who the fuck cared about Maroon 5? I feel like I never really listened to that. Then them. there's the wedding video. Then who the fuck cared about Maroon 5? And then he got naked at the Super Bowl and showed his fucking nipples. How fucking dare he? Uh, anyway. The girls went wild. But how is he allowed to get away with his nipples? Free the fucking nipples everywhere is what there I'm trying go. to say. Anyway, um, you can let me know if you agree with that. Uh, while I'm digging, uh, so anyway, pops fickle and soft. My words digging my plot while I'm digging a trench. Stood on my two pence, been here for years and trust more than a few when it ain't a war. But I never put my weapon down. Get it? His pen, his ability to rhyme. Music that they step around shit that some will better sound its longevity. To some that's funny news, Ron Jeremy, because he's a comedian now. He actually brings funny news and he has a huge dick. And a lot of women don't want to fuck him regardless of that dick. Hmm. However, one time I was watching a Ron Jeremy video and he was describing his oral sex techniques of his performance and it was quite helpful. <laughs> Moving along. Uh, I just kind of, again, like the idea of how he's grinding, he keeps it real, how it might not be war, but he treats it like it is. He's always ready to go. He's always ready to combat because this is about legacy. It's about the big play. It's about the, the, the tenured position. It's not about to get rich quick. And then, you know, we get to the last verse where it's like studying the lessons and hustling to level up so we don't wonder what if, when it's said and done, the essence where the love originates, hard to ignore, hit your heart to the core of it, move with grace so you can fall from it. And I like all that, right? You can't fall from grace if you never move with grace. 
So move with grace so that when the time comes, you can fall from it. So at least you're able to fall from grace, you know, mm -hmm. and have that sense of it. But just the idea of leveling up and not wondering and pursuing it and getting all your dreams. The song's so motivational and I really wish I liked it more. Uh, the melodies. All I need for defense, like the shotgun in the sleeve of a trench. Give them both barrels. I'm not eager to beg for a damn thing. I love it. They just want to be strong. Anyway, 4.25. How okay. do you feel about this one? I didn't forget. Um, so, yeah, I mean, this one is just them sort of kind of, you know, uh, talking about the lessons that they've learned along the way and that, you know, you should study the greats like we are doing, um, you know, just just to be able to learn and to understand, like, your history, like, what you're making and what you're a part of, you know, whether it's rap or, you know, anything else, like, you should learn, like, the history of, like, whatever you're into, um, you know, and, like, he's... They were also just like mentioned um, trying to be top boy, which just made me think of the show. I thought that was uh, mm. like I don't know if that was like a reference to the show or if that's like a common I think phrase. It's the used. top boy so, is the head gangster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what it is, but like I just, I mean, it's not something that I mean, as far as I'm aware, it's something that we use in North America. We um, do now. We do now, but like I, I don't know. Anyway, well, Drake brought top boy back, and okay, yeah. Well, um. Yeah, and then they're just making music for, like, the people on the streets doing what, you know, they grew up doing or what they saw and, like, you know, like, their environment and, like, they're making music for them. And, um, and you know, they're talking about, like, their music is their weapon. Like, that's what they choose to fight with, like, with their words. And I think that's pretty powerful. Um, and they're just kind of saying, like, you know, stay true to yourself Focus on what you're doing, um, level up, you know, just improve yourself, like that kind of overall uh, sentiment that we get often, but always good to hear. Um, I found this one, it's five minutes and six seconds. It felt a little bit long um, to me, but it was still a good song. So um, I give it a 4.4 on five. All right. You ready to move on a little bit? Yeah, I got you. All right. Most of y'all are dudes. When you see the <laughs> manscaping video... Do you actually, like, consider buying that? I mean, personally, I'm more of a, a razor kind of guy. How do you how do you handle your manscaping is what I would like to okay. know. Why? Because I see that ad, like, 15 times a day. And I know if you're a dude. Oh, it's literally playing in the background right yeah. now. Yeah. And uh, if you're a dude, you're going to have seen one of them. So the reviews I saw on the razor, not quite what the ad's putting out. Why? Because somebody had a video saying, I bought the razor just wanted to let you know it's like raid shadow legends if they sponsor us you know i'm a sellout all right bunny <laughs> i might be a sellout i don't know yet oh boy <laughs> how do you feel about i got you do you got me youtube you got me yeah um so like this one they're talking about just like trying to like free their mind um you know like they're seeing like kind of like the brainwashing that's happening in society and you know like the the mainstream media and information that is consumed by people and how um, it's important to not necessarily trust everybody, but to, you know, try to find your own answers, try to find your own truth, try to figure out what, what makes sense most to you, use logic, think about things, um, you know, try to figure out why certain things are happening, what's, you know, maybe the other side of the story, just kind of like that kind of thing. Um, you know, and basically they just want the truth, um, you know, in life and in society and they want, I, I'm guessing probably, um, you know, just overall for everything, right? 
Um, and like they're also talking about the fact that they made it and you didn't and they can say these kinds of things and like they know what, you know, what worked and what didn't and what they went through. Mm. And um, yeah, and it's okay. It's I found it to be a little bit more of like a somber kind of sounding one. Um, that they've kind of been through it, but they, you know, and they're kind of saying like, I got you, like, you know, even though that they went through things, they're there for each other. So, um, I give this one a four on five. I think it's also that they're there for like us. And Mm. part of that has been the core messaging of attitude that they delivered throughout the whole album. I don't know what you heard. So I heard like, you know, in the sense that is they do want that desire to be free but to be free from the negative and toxicity of life right yep. at a more personal level so i love the way it starts off with like a kind of cut up version of the chorus so we can start that with you know i'm just trying to free my mind and but like the chorus kicks in it has a full flow to it but he's kind of does it in patches you know it's feeling like it's been some time i need to find another world it's opening i'm jumping in so almost finds like he's trapped he just wants to get high and escape and you know get out or maybe it's that everything's so fucked up and he just wants to feel normal on a nice beach someday, you know? Anyway, uh, the ver- the first verse kicks him proper, though, and he just kind of flows in from that. Lost within the echo chamber, deep within the next dimension. I'm in the pathways of your thoughts that I forget to mention. The twisted realism. They've been feeding people with a drip to keep them twisted. So, yeah, absolutely. Just the anxiety and hatred that gets pumped into us. Mm-hmm. In a lot of ways, middle-class normative behavior is the most toxic, vile shit I've seen. All this polite lying to each other. People fake as fuck. And all, anyway. Don't get me started. There's a whole bunch of shit like that that I think comes from media and a lot of cultural norms that are full of shit, but it's the way we do things. Kind of like lying to your kid about a fat man breaking into your house. That shit's fucked up. But if you don't lie to your kid and your kid spoils it for all the other parents lying to their kid, big fucking problems. It's still really fucking twisted when we, if you really think about it. Yep. How's your kid supposed to trust you when you fundamentally, at the age of four or five, they find out you've lied every year about such a... I mean, no wonder kids have trust issues. Yeah, I know. I go back and back and forth on, like, I'm like, well, you know, if I had a kid, would I, like, tell them? Would I not? I don't know. Like, you don't I have a choice. You know? Like, you have I guns would... to your head because you'll have... You'll, this is the type of shit a parent might stab you over, okay? So it's fucking weird. No, it's like I don't want to take away that joy that kids have, you know, of, I, of Santa. But like at the same time, but it is sort of a weird thing, you know. It's sort of like, especially in like a Me Too movement era, um, like it's you know putting like your child on like the lap of like some old man that you don't know. It's kind of or weird, right? If like, consent is important, why do you force? Because uh, I'm Santa at work every year, straight up six years in a row. These kids might be screaming, and the parents want that fucking picture. It's such a big deal. It's not about the kids. It's about the picture. In case you guys didn't know, <laughs> it is some selfish ass parents want to do what their parents did traditional bullshit. Nah, it might not be healthy. And that's my opinion. You can disagree with yeah, me. Yeah, let us know. And I'll happily talk to you in the comments. But like for real, I just I think it's weird. It's just a fundamental force fed lie amongst the many others that are just twisted. Yeah. Um anyway questioning purpose of life erasing history like it was a place that we'd never been embarking on the future now we preparing for everything so if you love you'll lo- forever put your effort in and i was on a promise but i know i made a mess of it i believe that's how he ends the verse and i thought it was really cool because you're kind of like 
it's like a matter of when you're questioning life and how you got to this point, you end up having to like erase. It's almost like, I guess, your, your perspective will erase parts of history. But then it's also like you kind of have to erase elements of your history, not necessarily the memory of it, but the things that led you to the bad thing. And effectively, you want to grind and become something better and put your effort into grow and, and overcome. In the next verse, it's like I'm feeling crazy at a level I shouldn't even be rapping combat when I'm bad. I'm just doing it for you. I can tell that you're feeling like me too on the edge of the world, seeing this fucked view, stuck in a few ruts. I never gave two fucks. Act like I'm blessed, but I'm lost when I do. Uh, drugs, rarely a nice guy, and trying to be a true thing, but I don't trust nobody no more. I'm through, seen, I'm seen through, bruh. The only people a dude love don't even know me. I know you praise me, but at all times feeling phony. So you get the sense here that he's just kind of putting all this out not for himself but because he knows that people are going to connect with that shit mm -hmm. and really in a sense they're putting their hearts out here and sharing some of the more painful experiences they've had just to let you know that they got you and they're there with you in the trenches and in this life and then the third verse kicks in I mean, there's more bars, but I didn't write them down. Nightmare of a daydream. My focus don't stay here. I play for my own team. They wish they could get near. When I arrive, I've already left. I was never clever. Trust me, I just have more in my head. I'm fortunate they got left. They fell short of the test. They sounded big in the verse, but they look small in their dress. So I guess he's really dope, and he's here in the game. I feel like it's a kind of a metaphor for his position and shit, you know, like when he's arrived, when he's finally got here, and since he's already left, he's already got to the next level. I right. don't know. It wasn't the most profound shit, but I kind of like it. And I like the idea of being friends with the voices in his head because it turns out that after all said and done, the crazy voices in his head were realer with him than the fake, probably middle-class normie assholes that lie to your face in the sake of being polite. Um, Hook comes in again, and then there's the last verse. I'm just trying to take this art to a new high. I'm just trying to wipe some scars from those uh, boozy nights. It's a blackout. Yeah, I'm telling you, the future's bright. We make the music move. The units do that shit for life. That's the reason why I never wear no suit and tie forever doing overtime. Um, and basically, yeah, they grind. They try to live better now and all that shit. The same kind of stuff. It's basically the same kind of shit. But it was like this compelling message to me of put that effort in. Put that work in live properly kind of take all the lessons we've dropped down throughout this project and look at us we got you we can show you where you end up when you follow this thing so i thought that was really powerful yeah i like to just the vibe of it is i understand the feeling my it's feeling like i've been some time i need to find another world it's opening i'm jumping into something it's just the way he fucking flows it on that hook and then the flow of that i just really enjoyed it it's fresh 4.75 on five. Oh wow real good song i don't know what a grab was about felt mean anyway that's what it's like all my life part two okay all right bonnie how do you feel about this one well this one sounds a little bit more like positive and like uplifting and like you know a little bit nicer like that kind of like feeling um and like you know just them kind of talking about that they're trying to be good guys they're trying to make wise decisions they're trying to you know kind of pass like you know their learnings on to you know us the audience um and, you know, they talk about things like don't die young, like don't get involved in these kinds of things, like live to your old, like be happy and healthy and free of like all of that worry and stress. And just, you know, you want to be there to see like your whole life. Right. Like you don't want to die when you're young unnecessarily. So stay away from kind of like criminal activity, I guess. Um, 
and the power um, is in you to be whatever you want to be um you know regardless of like you know your situation like even as bleak as it may appear you can make that choice to change no matter what and they're they're living examples of that and i think that that's you know a great um kind of influence they can kind of pass on and kind of be like you know a, a mentor to people in like that sort of sense um and it, it definitely has like a good feeling to it like it wants to it really wants people to do better and to you know that yeah just that sort of message that you can escape you know whatever situation you're in and you can be successful and it's it's just you that's stopping you mostly and um you know and they talk about like you know drugs ruled everything around them and like they were able to get away from that and like that was you know a situation that they were living in and you know and they're like the the success story of that um you know and that's always a positive thing to hear so i mean it's a good song with a nice message and you know kind of like an important uh closing song i like this one so i give this one a 4.35 on 5 i'll give it to it it does sound a lot like a closing song the finality and the i guess the more old school feeling beat yep. uh, i was not as into the beat it like kind of conclusion felt churchy really like slow and dreary i don't know it wasn't my favorite um it's part two so i assume i didn't even listen to part one i'll have to check that out i don't even know what the time would be but um it's fine. I, I don't know that there's a whole lot new here, but it does have that more conclusive feel. Like, with every rhyme, I'm celebrating my existence, immortalize my life with the line I write, mm-hmm. with an independence. I am fighting, yeah, I'm vibing with survival instincts, talking something, and I got an inkling about to take a bite like I'm mingling. Get it? Because when you go to a social function, you would take a, cu- a little bite of an hors d'oeuvre like you're mingling. Mm-hmm. Fucking fire. It's the same kind of shit, you know, um, trying to be better, limiting the poisons in the system, being smarter and wiser and avoiding the bad shit that happened in the past, you know. Second verse is a little more like, you know, sleeping with Raw, watching TV through the crack door, trying to sell a new drawer. Fuck it, I'll get me some more, you know, caught in that lifestyle, etc. And then, you know, moved on. Life got a little bit better. There's a pause in the middle of the beat, which I thought was like really cool. Um the chorus is fine are we living to die or dying to live i sit in trying to fit but they're riding a drift captain of a ship or am i just hitching the lip position is fixed here to do more than exist i thought that was cool because it's like after you take this whole situation of life it's almost like the or the whole album and everything it's like the main conclusion and takeaway is life is what you make it <laughs> i mean that's basically it and if i think about a lot of things i'm on that tip man i basically wrote an album that's life is what you make it Mm -hmm. it's kind of what i was going for so i really like the fact that this is the energy they're putting out into the world so much time wasted they inspire hatred rat race race rats see you die great is hope to make it till you get there and find empty spaces changing faces but the truth it was always basic fuck everyone relax and find your own rhythm something if they don't help it then go different so i think here he's commentating on how people basically suck dick and bend over backwards to be non-conformists who conform meaning everyone just kind of dresses fancy and does all the same shit in their efforts to be independent they all go ahead and do whatever trend happy shit whatever all on this sense but what they really don't go to their way to do is to defy what the trends are to go out there and make things they find substantial within themselves is kind of like where i took from that and to the point where it's like when everyone's playing it up on socials and killing their careers and shit it's not really 
it's not really legacy building it's not really that long-term stuff that they appear to be after and so i kind of dislike that like we do live in a world where if you stick to your own grain and you are willing to put in seven to ten years of effort you'll have a career you can quit your job over i don't know what it'll be but you can quit your job over it um and then the last verse i thought was cool so watch what you advertising still just like that like careful about what you put out into the world i got an interesting facebook comment from somebody recently i've been talking you know just random ad whatever and he's like you know what i like about you you're consistently on brand with your facebook post and you're always putting out the same kind of <laughs> message and i like that so just careful what you advertise because if you think your private facebook's a private thing you don't understand the internet it's all your cv treat everything like it's your cv I say fuck on my CV if I could. I'm not afraid of that shit. <laughs> uh, back to write the will and testament for the life that I invested in. This is so limitless is what the progression is. I'm peppering your thoughts. Make it fresher than peppermint. Okay, it's the same shit. Everybody's winning. Sorry, my energy is like clearly not in the same level of passion, but the whole album has just been excellent bars. Um, I, I don't know how else to describe it. I felt the beat was kind of like, eh, comparatively. But still, like I said the last time, it's all extremely well produced. It all comes in and does exactly like what it is for this project. And it really does give you that sense of closure. So I give it a 4.35 on 5 for mm -hmm. the song. And if we want to just move into the album, I'm going to flat out call it as a classic. What I mean is in 10 years, you put this on, it's still going to work. There's no datedness. Yeah. What's dated in this? Nothing. We didn't even make references for the most part. Except raw papers. Maybe people don't smoke weed with raw in 10 years. <laughs> Bullshit. Of course they will. <laughs> um, but, like, for the most part, it's pretty timeless. It's just a bunch of shit that sounds great based on common literary references. Guess what? And, like, their personal experiences and, Concord, like, stories and things like that. And Con facts. Concords are going to have big wings in a decade. That's yep. not going to get dated. That's just going to sound fresh forever. Or, like, when they bring up history or science bars. I don't know. I, I thought, Smart. like back to basics like a one cell amoeba i'm like yo forever that's gonna be a good bar <laughs> anyway i just thought it was really cool i just thought it was really solid there's a timelessness to the way those beats were made where it taps into raw musicality we're not talking about your preference we're talking about like if we threw this we, i can't tell you when this came out i mean i can because spotify says so like but if you ago. just like threw it out i would not believe you necessarily that this was as new as it is Especially with the features. It's all of it. Yeah. It's like a time capsule in 2020, but also has the production value of 2020. True. That's actually really good. But at the end of the day, I think if the, if you heard this in a decade, it'll fit. It'll still be classic hip-hop sounding. And that's kind of like The Darkness or a lot of these other bands that brought back classic rock and just really tried to bring that spirit and energy back to life. Yeah. And I believe the darkness really held firm to what they were, whether or not you liked them. Because I believe in a thing called the up. Anyway, great, <laughs> great album. You should check it out if you're a head that wants bars for days like a locksmith fan or something. And it's like, it's fun, so why not? You know, one time, put it on, see what happens. Not one time. Put it on just, multiple Just times. see. We got to start them off, you know? All right. So, well, yeah, I, I give it a 4.05 uh, on 5, which I feel like my math is off. But, hey, I was in 416 math, so um, 81%. But I feel like I, I gave it a higher grade than that. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's cool. It's a classic. It, uh, you know, for like a new album, it's already a classic. So 
They can just sit back and relax now. They've made it into the classic Quest Club. So, um, yeah. I mean, it was cool. It was fun. I like. I love that they're owls. Uh, I'm a big bird watcher. And, um, yeah. I'm a weirdo like that. But, um, I guess just, that's it. Just be careful if you ever date a girl that says <laughs> she likes birds. You don't know what you're getting into <laughs> when you hear, Hold it! There's a pigeon eyeballing our balcony! Yeah, you, you don't, don't want pigeons on your balcony. No. All she, the other she birds... She just gave me the shut the fuck up look, everyone. No, 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 no. Blue jays, cardinals, sparrows, bring them my way. But mm, pigeons, oh, I don't know, I don't know. They're like rats with wings, right? So. You're a Canadian goose. Okay, moving on. I'm, okay, yeah. Um, so yeah, that's it. That's all I have to say about that. It's a great album. Uh, so thank y'all for being with us. Let us know what birds are in your neighborhood. Do you also <laughs> put out food? Do you have to deal with the fact that squirrels also compete for the attention of, of the peanuts on the balcony with the blue jays to the point where the squirrel jumps on your screen and if you leave the but window like I open, put them out, the blue jay comes right then and then like and you the come over like, and you find a person sticking her hand out trying to feed get the squirrel to take the peanut from her hand which is now stopped because the squirrel might run in nothing to do with the review it's but they're <laughs> the four owls and when i think about the four owls i think about my balcony and all of this drama it is the most drama in my life is animals on my balcony <laughs> i'd say i'm in a pretty great place on that front um but, yeah, check it out if you're ahead. Um, I'm not going to lie. If you were casual, it's going to be a tough one. Uh, but it's great. You should, you should listen to it. But I can see how you might have trouble really listening to 14 tracks it is in a row and loving it. You'd get, like, bored halfway through. Like, I could see no, well, no disrespect to Chris Chrome, but I could see how <laughs> by, like, track 10 he'd be like, I'm fucking done with this project just because it's a lot I, of the same. Yeah, okay. And that's what I was trying to just convey with that. Anyway, thank y'all again. Feel free to subscribe if you want more reviews because we're just going to keep doing it. I like it. She likes it. Chris Chrome likes it. And not like over 2,000 people like it. So that's real cool. Um, and we're going to keep going. And you could be like another person in our two legion army as we develop our third legion. Um, you could like the video because seriously that helps like a lot. You can also leave a comment and we can chit chat and you can tell us about birds um, or, you know, birds if you catch my drift. What? Because birds is cocaine, no? Anyway. I don't know. Um, I guess, sorry, cocaine is not the light drug as YouTube said we can talk <laughs> about in the new ads games. Uh, either way, special thanks to the patrons, Ismail Gadamsi, Chris Prado, Jonathan Brines, uh, DJ Black Hurricane, Linda Williams, Scribble. I got confused. Sorry. Uh, thank y'all. They're amazing peoples. They support what we do. They, Ismail, in fact, used his Patreon powers to force us to do this album review. I say force us. I like it. Uh, but that's kind of a perk. So for those of you who like our comment section as a request, pull a lot of requests up in there. Patreon's <laughs> your best friend there. Um, otherwise, yeah, it'll help. And we got dreams and aspirations. And I got a new album coming, of which the first single is dropping next week on Wednesday, May 13th. Over here at Behind That Suit, you'll see a music video come out in the evening time. Why? Because that's what's up. Anyway, you can catch that, and I would love to hear your feedback on it. In the meantime, there's a distro kit in the description of this video, and if you want to hit that and pre-follow the song, it would be dope. Also, if you want to follow me on Spotify, it would be dope. And I like y'all. But really and truly, like this owl says, live long and prosper, everyone. Peace, guys.